the Canopy Group today. Live from the TCL Broadcast Studios, it's Joe Souchere and Patrick Royce with Sports Talk. Still quiet there? Uh, they are. They actually turned the music off because ESPN is here uh, up, up in the press box level shooting uh, promos for their telecasts, which now uh, I didn't realize they'd fired Dan Schulman. Matt Bergasian is going to be their play-by-play guy. Jessica Mendoza is back, but Alex Rodriguez, the redeemed Alex Rodriguez, has replaced Aaron Brown, Aaron Boone, who became the manager of the Yankees on that crew, and they've been they've been pretty much dominating the whole place uh, since about uh, two o'clock this afternoon, shutting Wait. off corridors and the like. Pat, well, they fired Shulman. Yes, I didn't know that. Well, they might have moved him to a backup game, or, or does something. he do, do strictly radio or something? Well, then then they'd get rid of Shiambi. Wouldn't they? Wow, you're so, right. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Maybe there's a backup. Maybe maybe just Sunday night is what they're doing here, and Schulman's going to do what they also do Wednesday. Because we carried something. all the radio games that Schulman did for the World Series. He is outstanding on the radio. Yes, he is, but uh, the, the uh, they must have done some research that the young uh, vibe, uh, they like Bergesian better. I don't know. Anyway, A-Rod's around here. I tried to talk to him for a minute, and he uh, said he'd be right back, and I had to go do a radio show after a half hour. So, uh, well, let me tell you something. Yeah. Well, who's FSN has this game today? Yes. Uh, yes. ASPN tonight is doing a practice game. Oh. And then for the new team, and then they're doing tomorrow night's game. So. That's, okay. Uh, so, but tonight they're doing a run through to see how the new uh, trio uh, works with one another. I guess you cannot. You know. ESPN has financial problems. Mm-hmm. I could save them some money. Mm-hmm. They must have thirty-five people running around with these three guys, right? Mm-hmm. With these three people right now. So, are they ESPN two? That's where we got it tomorrow. ESPN two. According yeah, to your well, paper. that must that must be where it's going to be on. Yeah. Yes. And you know what? As much as I despised A Rod as a player, he's an outstanding broadcaster. I really like him on when he and, does TV. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. I just uh, talked to him for 12 <coughs> seconds in the hallway, and he remains a monstrous guy. Really? He's, he's, he's all of 6'5". Is he still under five. contract by the Yankees? No, I think they finally paid him off. They did. He's, okay. You know, he's only 42. His wow. contract should still be going because he, he signed a 10-year one when he was about 32 or 3. They, I, I think they reached a settlement after the uh, steroid scandal. But uh, it's uh, so the other uh, the other night, Joe, I came home uh, to the uh, little condo and I walked in and the wife was watching TV and it wasn't housewives from any place. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I heard A-Rod's voice. So I turned around and saw that it's a CNBC show uh, with A-Rod called Back in the Game. And he's using his resources, his employees and everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, the show called Back in the Game, and he's redeeming. He's trying to help destitute athletes. And the first one was Joe Smith, hmm. the former uh, Timberwolf. I might have told you guys that a couple of days ago. But uh, anyway. You recall a story from a couple of days ago 
uh, about the two burglars in Florida who tried to burn a guy's house down with ragu spaghetti sauce? Yes, I did. I recall that. Yes. Uh, I I certainly don't. That had to be I was watching Bay Hill. Oh, really? I remember the ragu part. I remember the food part. You're right. And the guy Mm -hmm. wore a onesie, a bull onesie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Why? Why is this? Why? Because I, I did it again today, and Height had to come in and say, "Yeah, I hey, did uh, that dummy. last week." <laughs> I remember the ragu ragu uh, yeah. sauce. Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, the uh, they they've they've uh, owned the place today, but they've just started playing music again now because these guys can come in and make you stop playing music. They're so powerful. What uh, do you got, Pittsburgh? Yes. Mm-hmm. My sources are telling me that John Shambi and Chris Singleton will be the ESPN radio team. Singleton, by the way, will be a Talking Twins contributor to the Mackey and Judge really? show. Really? Good. And uh, Shulman did get replaced by Matt Vaskersian on TV. So mm-hmm. there you well, have it. Well, Because Shulman uh, did Blue Jay games if, forever. I wonder, if, I wonder if he's going someplace else because yeah. he is extremely good. So. Are you anyway. up to speed on the high school basketball tournament? Do you want? I to saw be? that the uh, Raiders uh, won easily and De La Salle won easily. Uh, I saw that, but sure, I'm I'm willing to go be ahead, updated. Brooke. Well, let me turn my mic on here first. Yeah. Uh, at with six fourteen left in the second half, it looks like number two seed Austin is up on uh, Sauk Rapids uh, Rice High School, fifty one to thirty nine. That must be uh, what three. Class uh, 3A? That is, is that 3A, 3A, correct. Okay. And then 4A quarterfinal, uh, Apple Valley and Forest Lake uh, with about 640 left in the second half. I'm betting on Apple Valley. Are virtually tied right now. Forest really? Lake's up 48-47. So Plucky Forest Lake trying to knock off Trey, Trey Jones. Huh? Apple Valley. Apple Valley, not Alabama. to be confused Ap- with Ap- Apple Prior Stocks. Yeah, who Apple who won the Eden Prairie Osseo game? Uh, let me find that. Looking for I results think the Eden here. The Prairies were winning when I last saw that. So we have. Let's see. Eden Prairie sixty-five to thirty-eight. They beat Osseo. Wow. So the that Orioles must have go been down. A stinkeroo. Wow. It's about uh, time Eden Prairie had some success. Mm-hmm. You know that De La Salle yes, beat Hermantown. Okay. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Those two games are live. That's all I have for you right now. Mm-hmm. And they do the Daniel Otura. I saw it was 12 for 14 from the field today, which may, means he probably must have been shooting two-footers. Uh, the big kid from Creighton mm-hmm. who's going to uh, the university. Is and, he going to uh, be Mr. Basketball? Oh, hell yes. Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought. And nobody else. I mean, oh, well, no, wait. Could be Trey, right? Could be Trey. Could oh, be Trey Jones, sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. I think they might already announce. Did they already announce Trey? I I'm will look sure. it up. Right How did now. the Raiders get Oturu? Where did he come from? Good Don't recruiting. Know. Good recruiting. Don't know. <laughs> All the way from Ethiopia or whatever? Well, I, I found, uh, I, I learned today in a brief conversation with a former Cretan-Durham Hall point guard, mm-hmm. a tall point guard, that their point guard this year is from Bram, which even by Cretan standards is a, is a far reach, right, isn't right. it? That's a hell of a commute. <laughs> I think maybe the family moved. Hmm. But uh, he, the, whoever the kid is, he wanted to play with Otura. So well, I think I can tell you, I think your paper did a spread on him today. Well, I mean, let me ask you this, Pat. Would the undisclosed mole that you have give you that information, would he be easily identified in a, uh, uh, what was it, a picture 
for the oh, uh, yes with uh, the Oxford, the Oxford Jimmy Lee J- basketball <laughs> Jimmy Lee Rex Brigham yes yeah okay. he would be okay, easily good. spotted okay good we're, gonna, we're not going to name this gentleman <laughs> no, but now I have not. a better picture are you talking uh, point guard Ryan Larson uh, apparently name. I believe uh, I don't know uh, yep. the, the, my source my inside source. Uh, did not uh, tell me what the kid's name, just that the point guard is from Bram. Got it. I believe that's Ryan Larson. He's not a large uh, fellow. Mm-hmm. But Here, he's uh, apparently good. They, yeah. They're supposed to be terrific. Mm-hmm. We have not announced him, but you hear your five finalists, Patrick, from uh, Mr. Basketball in 2018. Trey Jones of Apple Valley. Gabe Kelsher of De La Salle. I hope I pronounced Gopher. Uh, Owen Kane, Caledonia. Arturo I don't know from, where he's going. Arturo from Creighton Durham Hall. And Calvin Wishart of Delano is uh, one of the wow. finalists. So, well, I would think it's down to Trey and Oturo, wouldn't you? Probably, uh, I would imagine yes. so. All right. Now, can they face each other? Oh, Kalsher, by the way, is a, having a hell of a year too. He's supposed to really be able to shoot. He's going to be a go for the De La Salle kid. Uh, and the brackets. Let me see. That would be Triple A bracket. I'll look for no, you. No, before A. Mm-hmm. Can Creighton Hall face Apple Valley? Why in not? the second round, well, they'll face them in the. F- if they're in different brackets, they'll probably face them in the finals, unless the feisty Force Lakes beat them. Yeah, that's true. That'd be mm-hmm. quite the upset, wouldn't yes, it? Yes, it would. I would yeah. guess so. Well, uh, Ruck, take us to break, and we'll be back shortly. I can do that, sir. I want everybody's heard about the bird. Have the Timberwolves secured an above 500 season or just a 500 just season? Just a 500 season. They would have to lose the last 12, a 10, I believe, to finish 500. They're, they 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 will uh, they'll win a few before that. They're, uh, that was a very big victory last night for them, and uh, and they they should have beaten that team, and they did so. Their uh, playoff uh, probability is more tenuous than the Wild. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but it's not terribly tenuous if they win if they win five of the last ten and they should win seven or eight of the last ten they're probably in yeah but uh, uh, last they had a good night last night Joe I don't know if you saw this but Tibbs is clearly playing his guys too many oh minutes he is again yeah last we're night. very uh, we're very uh, that was all anybody gave a damn about the minute police were really <laughs> out last night but I saw Ashy tweet that out with about in the middle of the third quarter the minute but he says turned on the sirens the minute police are out what there are people that don't want players to play that much oh they're very upset about Carl Anthony still being on the floor with two minutes to go on a big lead uh, they were obviously trying to get him 30 points but uh uh, they they play again Friday, Joe. I think mm-hmm. he, I think he'll be rested. This wasn't a back to back. This wasn't a back to back. But I'm trying to think of the proper noun with which to describe these people, and they're all profane. They're they're, they're all swipes. Well, that's close. You know, I was thinking about a general, same I, general area. I almost <laughs> used a word that starts with D that uh, yeah, head. sometimes uses. A, as a sexual device, but I did not. Oh, uh, I did right. not use it. That's right. So anyway, but people are. Uh, they want yeah. our athletes. They wanted the. They wanted the greatest. Vic- they wanted the most important victory of the season, but they're still mad. Mm-hmm. They want our athletes to be coddled, is what they want. Well, generally though, they like them to be tough, right? Right. 
you would think. But now, now they want her to be coddled, and everybody's really happy that Derrick Rose sprained his ankle because uh, they knew he was going to get hurt, and there was no reason to ever sign him. So they're very happy that he sprained his ankle and played only seven minutes. Who are these people? I don't know. Do they watch they're, NTV and go to the Twitter? Well, they uh, they don't like Tibbs because he yells at his players and I think, he's uh, grumpy and he doesn't he doesn't have his team shooting the three pointers. Plus, the way Wiggins played last night, they really didn't have anything to whine about, so they had to go back to the minute card, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right, Reavers? Yeah, Joe. To to kind of put this into perspective, I think they're the same people that when they listen to the first hour of your show. They just call in to swear at me to tell me what they think of you about the president, and then they uh-huh. hang up. Uh-huh. Those are the same people. I thought they all. I, all, I thought they all threatened to stop listening. Yeah, I te- tell them they're I, liars. I emailed one guy back and said, "You won't." <laughs> no, 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 you won't. You're bluffing. Yeah. You're bluffing. <laughs> But I really don't. You're turning into me. So I, I read the day that him. I read the day that Don and the Don and Kelly aren't real, and John Kelly aren't real happy that the Washington Post knew about the capital letters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't congratulate him. About five minutes after Trump congratulated him. Well, you know what they I should have that, put the instruction was: please congratulate. Yes, him. That he wouldn't that's exactly have. right. Right. Do the opposite. Right. Yeah. That's what you. Yeah. Go ahead and congratulate him. It's fine. You know, the things people get upset about just marvel me. It's just mm-hmm. inconsequential. Who gives a rat's behind? Uh, I, well, I what, for the what first twenty the, minutes? The, the story here, Kenny, is <laughs> the story is not whether or not he should have congratulated. The story is he was begged not to congratulate him, and therefore he did. Nobody seems to remember. Well, I, I brought it up with Such and Joe said you said you I brought, brought it up it, on the air on the air that uh, Obama did the same thing. Yeah, but I would have expected that. Twenty twelve, that would be typical for him. And, well, to uh, me, we, it's we, we typical. By in two thousand twelve, we didn't know that Putin was. Uh, no, I think we did his, because uh, I was went, uh, interfering in no, our election. Well, well, yeah, that. But everybody knew it was a corrupt election, and everybody was criticizing Obama for doing that because of the, the Russian election was corrupt. Six four six eight two five five. Call now. Oh, Phone lines are open. Ask for Kenny or Pat. <laughs> But my thing is, these both of these presidents were just doing the presidential thing. Isn't that what you're supposed to do? Uh, no, whatever. Not me. Who no, cares? I, I, if I called Pootie, I couldn't tell you what I'd say on the air. <laughs> oh, well. It's kind of fun. I you say like it's, gladiator it's, movies, Vladimir? <laughs> I say I think it's... Yet. I'd get I weird on them. I think it's kind of fun having this guy. He's, he's, he's just worth a laugh a day, that's for sure. We, we need these. If he's not uh, spraying powder on people and killing them. No, he's he means Trump's worth a laugh a day. No, oh, he's oh, laugh I, no I don't think Pootie's worth it. No, I'm, I'm not. I don't approve of... Uh, I am uh, not uh, pro-Putin. I don't approve of poisoning an entire restaurant in order to kill a couple of people in there having dinner. Okay, Pat, good. who's going to be the U of M hockey coach? I'm hoping for Motsko, the uh, coach at St. Cloud State, even though I love the Huskies, but... Uh, uh, I got a hunch they're going to go younger. I think they might. Uh, I'm, I'm betting. Everybody says I'm wrong, but I'm betting on Pultulney, the kid up in uh, northern Michigan. Oh, yeah? He was only up there a year, but he's a former assistant. And uh, Didn't he play uh, here? 
And he scored the scored uh, the winning goal. Scored the winning goal, and they and that won. was him, right? Not his brother. Yeah, oh, t- oh and two. one of the national when title won games. The last, yeah, the, the one that ended the the streak of not having a national title in twenty three years. So, well, did I've Don uh, Don left pretty graciously, didn't he? Yeah, I think he was. Once they told him they were going to pay him, he was he was ready to get on out. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I I was saying yesterday that. Uh, I can't, I had a when I had a nice chat with him last year, when he was in here doing his uh, radio show. Uh, I said, "Boy, this guy's different because he's not mad at anybody, even me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you could just see that he was ready to say, "You know, I'm just sick of these people whining, and I'm going to coach one more year and the hell with them." So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's might yeah, he he's, be done forever? Do you think he could land somewhere else? Who uh, who raised the specter today? Of him going back to well, because he's they they spend like two months a year up in Alaska. He and the bride, mm-hmm. him going back to coach Alaska Fairbanks. Do you think he wants to go back there and finish ninth in the WCHA every year and take those thousands of mile uh, flights? I don't think it's that's dark all winter up there. Yeah, right. Yeah, Why would he go there for two months a year? Does he have a cottage or something? Yeah, I think she's well, he from coached there. up there. She's oh. she's from Alaska. Oh yeah, yeah. and they they he, that was his first coaching job, and he met her up there, and uh, and uh, you know has a fondness for having grizzly bears walking through the front yard. I guess I don't know. I would too if it was light out. Who's uh, the name of it? What's the name of the guy that went up there and lived that shows up on Channel Sarah Two? Sarah Palin. No, Seven John. <laughs> what's the uh, Channel Two? Dick what's the, uh, Dick, Dick Premicky? Yeah. Yeah. Dick Premicky. Maybe he's like Dick Premicky. He's alone in the woods up there. Boy, could that guy build a door? Damn, he could. <laughs> I've no, the hinges that. alone. Carved his own hinges. The hinges. Yeah. My goodness. I've watched. Uh, I've watched that show a few times and thinking. Boy, I would need a damn strong sleeping bag if I was yeah. if I was going to be alone. The, in the only woods. thing that upset me about Dick's cabin is the uh, the the John was right next to his bed where he lays his head. Yes, I mean, yeah, right, right next uh, to it. Can you yeah, see I'd the put place it Pat would build? It looked like the dog box. Yeah. <laughs> no, I see. I see the the, the, plane. the grizzly bear come and drag it right. down the street. <laughs> well, there's no streets, Pat. Uh, he'd take this. He'd haul my fat ass out of the woods. They'd We're moving again. Win. They'd eat all winter. My, my mental picture is the the plane that drops off the supplies yeah. with yeah. the big red X. It would be it would just keep piling up, and the guy would say, "I wonder what the hell." So he'd finally land, go to the the ring of fire pit, and there would just be a skeleton of right. Pat who had done jack, not absolutely nothing. Everything's unopened. He just sat there. Uh, sports talk will be back Where's shortly. Where's cable? What time's the game? Where's the remote? I'm naked right. and I'm afraid. <laughs> Rook, are you there? Rookie, are you there? Sports Come talk in. talk will return shortly, but now thanks to our good friends in Owatonna, Minnesota, at Federated Insurance, where it's their business to protect your business, and nobody does that better than Federated. It's Bruce Vale from the Wall Street Journal and Your Money Now. You know, I don't think you're giving Patrick enough credit. I think you'd find his uh, skeleton next to the fire pit with a spoon he carved right before he died. <laughs> right. There'd be a note saying, I did it, and that would be it. A weird day on Wall Street today, and it's even weirder because I just realized I don't have the script in front of me, so we're going to wing it here. Um, like, make it up like I, I don't do. know what I did with it. It was here like a minute ago. Um, a weird day. Stocks were higher than lower than higher, and right before the close, 
close, the market moved lower again. The Dow Jones Industrial Average ended up down 44 points today and closed in negative territory for the year now at 24,682. The NASDAQ composite was down 19 points. The S&P 500 fell five points today. General Mills shares fell sharply after the food giant issued a profit warning. The company said higher costs will eat into its uh, operating profit for the fiscal year ending in May. General Mills shares down 9% today. Home alarm maker Kidda is recalling more than 400,000 sensor smoke alarms because they are at risk of not working properly to alert homeowners of a fire. Kidda said a little yellow cap uh, was left on one of the sensors during the manufacturing process, and that may prevent the smoke alarms from working properly. They were sold at places like Walmart and Home Depot, along with uh, uh, retail sales online through last October. That's 400,000 of them from Kidda. Again, the Dow down 44 points today. I'm Bruce Bail with your money now on 1500 ESPN. Bruce, that was uh, beautiful. Thank you very much. Absolutely. No script in front of me here. If we had any time left, we'd do a traffic and it would be sponsored by Walgreens. Big closure coming tonight for 35W between downtown and the crosstown. Both directions close between 10 p.m. and 5 a.m. The blue and green lines back on schedule after earlier drama in downtown Minneapolis. And if you're running between the downtowns on 94, both directions Seeing a nice, fast flow, 11 to 12 minutes uh, right now for 94 between the DTs. That's all I got left in me, unless you want a forecast. Mostly cloudy, 27 (laughs) degrees tonight, then partly sunny, 45 tomorrow. I can't go on much longer, Rook. Right now we're looking at... Uh, temperature in the Twin Cities of 37 <laughs> degrees. On, and why on, are you, you looking at it. me that way, Suture? I'm just trying to fill time till this dum dum starts singing, and I got I got nothing. I got nothing walk left in up, me. Walk it up. Come on, man, take over. Here's the microphone. Start singing, you big dum dum. Thank you. <laughs> Very impressive. John, I'm going to make Very notes uh, during this newscast. You're going to make notes. Yeah, I love you know, Donald Fagan. Can, that's, yeah, that is Donald singing. Unfortunately, funny the, hair. the video's wrong. It's, <laughs> isn't that it's driving me that's nuts? That's skunk singing, isn't it? It's skunk back. Oh, I love I'm the... i uh, kick all your asses in I love the Eagles. <laughs> yeah. I love the Eagles. <laughs> Joe, you know what these guys that's, wanted me to do? Huh. They wanted me to bring that story in again and start reading it to be mean to you. Well, so, I, see, I, I caught it this time. I didn't. I didn't read it. So. I, well, I, I get the impression. Time. I get the impression. I told the Joe Smith story before too, right? Yesterday, most likely. You you yeah. repeat yourself frequently. Well, <laughs> but every time you tell the same story over and over again, there's a new twist. Yeah, we like it. That's Did a I good thing. I got, I got a story for you today, though. I was waiting to get one quote from A Rod. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I have and, some and questions he, about that. Me, and he blew me off. Uh, Whoa. Probably not realizing that I'm number nine on oh. the BWAA list That's and have right. a Hall hey, of Fame. Aaron, I have now, influence. When I, I heard you, uh, I was sitting at my desk listening to this, and you were telling us about this. Uh, you're not groveling to him, are you? You better not be. No, I asked. I said in the hallway, hey, I need one quote. And he says, okay, I'll be right back. And then a half hour later, he hadn't come back. Did okay. I tell you guys right. about so the, now the he's, bar? I, I'm not, never one who being vindictive, but he's not getting my But, you, you but kinda, he wasn't getting it anyway. You kind of said you hung around and waited, and that's what kind of set me off. Well, uh, I've done that a whole lot. I'm just checking myself yeah. to see if I told you this before. <laughs> the guy goes into the bar at 9.59. <laughs> 
p.m. Uh, did you tell us this one? No. And there's a very attractive blonde at the bar. Yes. And he mm-hmm. sits down, and just as he sits down and orders a drink, the news comes on. And the lead story is uh, some poor guy's going to jump off the ledge. Did I tell you this one? Uh, I don't think that so. Is that ringing a bell yet? No. I don't think so, no. I can see what you're doing, Rook. So what you're telling me is I've told you this before. I, I haven't heard this one. Have you no, guys heard no. this one? Keep going. It sounds like it's really funny, though. Joe, keep going. It sounds fascinating. And he said, can I buy you a drink? And she says, well, sure. And he says, you know, I, I, I hate to see this guy on the ledge. He says, he says I'll, bet you, uh, I'll bet you 20 bucks he jumps. And the blonde says, well... I hate to see that. I, I'll I'll take that bet. So she puts her twenty dollars on the table, and mm-hmm. sure enough, the guy jumps, and the blonde goes, "I can't believe that this guy did that." And mm-hmm. she passes him the twenty bucks, and the guy says, "Look, that <clears throat> you're very kind to pay your debts, and that's very gracious, but I can't really take this money. I saw this on the five o'clock news, and I knew he jumped." <laughs> and she said, "Well, so did I, but I think he'd do it again." <laughs> Uh, you told that story. I think you told that one. Now I remember the punchline. You told yeah. me that joke. <laughs> it's like one, once a day for the last month. No, no. Well, Pat liked it. That's told, me, told me that joke in the hallway and on the air and now twice on the air. So I know it by heart now. I'm almost done. Partly cloudy and 37 degrees. Go to the boat store. A state basketball tournament 4A. Not the boat store. The boat store. <laughs> 4A, uh, we do have a discrepancy here. We do know Apple Valley won, uh, but the MS, MS uh, whatever it is, HL website has two different scores. They have Apple Valley winning 65 to 62, and they have Apple Valley winning 67 to 60. Oh. But we do know they beat Forest Lake. In so, both cases. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Eden Prairie defeated Osseo earlier 65 to 38, and Creighton Durham Hall a 70-48 winner over Wyzetta. Class 3A, De La Salle beat Hermantown by 27. Columbia Heights a winner over St. Thomas Academy, 75-62. And Austin beat Sauk Rapids Rice, 64-55. Columbia Heights. Man, you never hear from them. No, Highway 65? I don't know where it is. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know where Columbia Heights is. What is the hilltop trailer sales? You know, what's the attendance like at these games compared to the hockey? About three people. Much smaller. You got four P you got four classifications and they're playing opposite each other, Kenny. You got games at Target Center and you got games at Williams Arena. Yeah. News notes from today. Judge said Were you bail. really that interested about that? Or are you just <laughs> no, here's the other looking deal, at the Kenny. clock, man. They tried to make this they they tried to make this work, but the jackass coaches and teams whine so much what they did is a, a few years ago or now 15 years ago they had semi they had uh, pre-state tournament games like st cloud would have they'd have eight teams in the state tournament but they'd have playdowns on tuesday so they'd only bring 16 teams to the twin cities and then it had some meaning to it, but these jackasses all wanted to come to the Twin Cities, so now they've ruined it completely. Hey, I just got back from the bathroom. You still talking? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm giving you a little history lesson. I grew up when the state basketball tournament was the greatest sporting event in Minnesota. No, no, you didn't. I grew up when the state high school hockey tournament was it the was greatest sporting never, event in the state. Was a, that was before cars, right? Right. <laughs> News notes from today. <laughs> A judge set bail at four hundred thousand. We walked to the tournament, Kenny, <laughs> yeah. with conditions for the former Minneapolis police. We officer. had to tie a rope to each other because the wind was blowing so strong. <laughs> How did you get there? My dad brung me. <laughs> My dad brung me. Uh, judge set bail at four hundred thousand. What story 000. is this, John? Well, it's still the, uh, the officer police officer. Oh yeah, 
$400,000 bail has been oh, set wow. out. Wow. Among, among the conditions Judge Catherine Quantance imposed for Mohamed Noor were no contact with his partner at the scene, Matthew Harity, and that he surrender his passport. Bail without any conditions remained at $500,000. Wasn't immediately clear whether Noor would attempt to post bond. He, of course, charged yesterday with third degree murder and second degree ma- manslaughter in connection with Justine DeMond's death. He's next scheduled to appear in court on May but, 8th. Uh, Freeman covered this yesterday, and he said that's the standard bail in these situations. So it's I thought not, it was five hundred grand. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, not really it's, that unusual. But the judge said it today, right? Right. The four hundred right. with conditions, five hundred without. Yeah, they asked for five. They got four. Yeah. Well, the, it's five, like my contract. They got five without conditions, Kenny. I asked for money, and they gave me vacation. <laughs> Nobody's listening to me, are they? No, nobody I, I'm is trying listening. to because I've learned my lesson. Are you taking notes? Well, I don't think I'll forget the Justine Damon story. Okay. Uh, police say a suspect accused of stabbing a man in the throat in Menominee, Wisconsin. Can I say something about Justine Damon? And I don't mean it in any sure. untoward way at all. Yes. Uh, and it's apropos of nothing. But every time a new picture of her shows up in the paper, she gets better looking. She was a really attractive woman. Yeah, and the way this whole thing played out with her, she must have, you know, wrapped on the, the back of the cop car mm-hmm. and... Scared those guys, but it's really and then if you're to, that frightened that easily, you shouldn't be a cop, right? And then for her to say, "Oh my gosh, I'm dying," mm-hmm. knowing that right away, it's just it's so tragic. It had nothing to do with my point. But no, that's fine. No, but I just just learning that on that story. So you is, disapprove of uh, shooting innocent citizens? Okay, I do. Against it. Against it. Against it. Three thirty nine. Now here's John. <laughs> Thanks, Kenny. Hold on, Murph. Police say a suspect in the stabbing of a man in the throat in Menominee, Wisconsin, might be here in Minnesota. Authorities say the stabbing happened last night about 9 o'clock during a fight as a, at a residence. Authorities say the suspect fled the scene before police got there and is believed to have headed to our state here. The stabbing victim survived his hospitalized in stable condition. The suspect is 37-year-old David W. Hill, last seen wearing a jean jacket, blue jeans, gold rim glasses, and carrying a red Nike bag. A black man around 5'8", 195 pounds. Didn't I point this out to you the other day, gentlemen, how popular knives are, what a comeback they're making as a weapon? I saw a film clip today of a crab in a frying pan that somehow grabbed a knife and was trying to stab the chef. Come on! I'm not kidding. Was it the Muppets? No, it was in the <laughs> it was in the tabloids. The crab got a hold of a knife, and every time the chef went to do something to cook it, the crab tried to stab him. <laughs> well, he knew he knew the he knew the chef had bad intentions. That's right. <laughs> what did, uh, what did, I'm in the NKA, and I don't find any of this. Funny. What did Woody Allen want to do to the lobster? <laughs> well, he wanted to. He got a big bowl butter. of butter to lure oh, it out from behind. That's what it was. I'll get a dish of butter. Yeah. Yes. Last funny movie. Good effort. Though. So maybe walk up this Christopher Raw uh, cross ramp. Is this a live version? It yes. is. Yeah. And featuring Michael McDonald. Johnny Height. Oh God, such a long all right, uh, I don't know. Right, Johnny Hyde with the news, everybody. Let's go. There you go. Good job. Uh, this one ends in death, but uh, it's weird enough oh. it should be in this part of the uh, the news. A British movie chain is investigating the death of a moviegoer who reportedly got stuck under a footrest while trying to retrieve a dropped cell phone. Okay, John, I had that story. Did you? I just didn't use it. I, oh. thought, it was, <laughs> I thought it was a box of dots. <laughs> 
No, it was Dots. his cell phone. He got caught in the headrest. No, his, the footrest. Footrest. Yep. Head the became footrest. head became wedged under the electronic footrest because he was in a gold class seat at a theater. <laughs> so one of the expensive ones, apparently. You know, I would not want to go that way to have people say, how did he die? Well, he, he got his head caught in a chair at the movie house. I <laughs> am stuck in a pair of handcuffs. What, what, was it instant death? or It was not, actually. Uh, the man actually, he panicked uh, because mm-hmm. his head was trapped. He, yeah. had, he had trouble breathing after he got stuck and apparently had a heart attack oh. because of his panic. He uh, mm-hmm. lived a week. you think this is funny? He li- <laughs> I didn't say it was funny. I said it was weird. It is definitely weird. David Lynch is going to steal this for his next movie. The uh, man died in the hospital a week later. View Entertainment. He lasted which, a week? Yep. Wow. View Entertainment, which But operates. they took his head out of the thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kenny, they took his head out. He wasn't here for the camping. <laughs> View Entertainment, which operates movie theaters throughout Britain, said a full investigation into the nature of the incident is ongoing. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, you know how you lean back in a reclining chair and the foot thing comes up? Yeah, yeah. Well, he must have bent between the chair and the footrest. Yeah, he must have. And yeah. it closed on his head, and he couldn't... Hey, is your bobber down? What? What's going on over there? <laughs> is this... This isn't Tuesday, is it? It's uh, Wednesday. Why is it's Wednesday. Such, why is this such a rotten show? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a really, minute. I just... Set. I we just have... realized something, Patrick. This what? is your last soiree yes, in the fort. That's why I'm a little depressed. That's right. Yeah, it is. I'm oh. coming home. No Can more nickel bobs cool? for you. Is it nice there today? It's windier than bee jeebers. It's really blowing. Mm-hmm. About 25 miles an hour early today. Did you ever get a thunderstorm yesterday? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Not not too bad. Nobody's making you come home, are they? <laughs> Uh, Mrs. Oh, Royce, yeah, that's right. Royce, the <laughs> wife is down there. Come on, on, no, come on home. Uh, I just didn't. Uh, if I was, I had, they're leaving here Sunday, so uh, the twins are leaving here Sunday. There's really no excuse I can make up to still be here. Hmm. Other than the fact that you own a place and you're paying a lot of money for it. <laughs> the New Hampshire Lottery Commission has replaced its "Luck Yeah" ad campaign with "Win Time" because, well, they were. Uh, concerned about the original phrase sounding too much like profanity. Mm. Local TV station says one state official, uh, rep- uh, Executive Counselor Russell Prescott, criticized the phrase last month after it started showing up online and in television commercials. But Lottery Executive Director Charlie McIntyre defended the ads. He said that the word luck is an inherent part of the business. He apologized if it wasn't sensitive. No, but, you don't apologize for that. But he added, certainly it's effective. McIntyre said Prescott's complaint was the first he had heard, but noted the ad was designed to make viewers pay attention. Uh, Newest biggest thing in uh, parts of the U.S., including New York City, throwing axes in bars. Oh, What? Much like playing darts. It's a sport you score just like darts. Like Crocodile Dundee did, rookie. Except with the big knife with the you guy with the wanna, mohawk. That's not you, a knife. You don't want to. You don't want to be playing against a bad loser, though. <laughs> are they? Game. Are they full on axes? Or are they the kind of the half hand a handle like, like a hatchet? Sure, they're, they're, hewing. hatchet. <laughs> they're about like this, Kenny. What was so that? they've got like the hewing axe handle on it. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what that means. Well, here but... we go with this rural BS. <laughs> What do you do with the deer again, Kenny? What, oh, what you have you? to uh, you hide cape it. it. You cape it out, you man. You cape it, man. Cape it out. And then That's you have right. to have a fine-hued handle. <laughs> 
No, a hewing axe suit. Oh, is yeah, a, hewing. Uh, a hewing axe is used to, to <laughs> make round logs square. Oh, sure, for the, when you build your cabin. <laughs> when I go to Alaska, I'm going to get a hewing axe. Yes, you oh, should. Yeah. Where's the hewing when axe? You build your branch cabin. fell in my yard. <laughs> I need to make a hinge. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I'm just making hinges. He's waving to the guy across the lake. Yeah, we're just making hinges today. We're, uh, we got all the doors and uh, the only time I'll frame her up, uh, frame her up tomorrow. The only t- this is a true story. The yes. only time I tried to put a hinge on in my life was I bought a stereo. A console type of thing oh, from yeah, uh, sure. from Mo- Monkey yeah. Wards, and I put her on, and she was looking pretty good. But it was the handles were backwards; they were they were in there with the albums instead of out there. So I had to open them with my fingernails for like ten years because <laughs> I wasn't gonna. Do it again. Oh, I see the I see the oh the boat the supply boat coming by the shore. He doesn't stop. He say, "I put the hinges on backwards. So, hey, we're gonna reverse that." That's oh. why I'm outside. I can't I, get, I can't in. get in. <laughs> I cut my fingernail, so I can't get in. What's it like to be completely helpless, oh, that Patrick? Helpless, That's so yeah. sad. Yeah. It's something you get used to, Kenny. Yeah. You, oh. you can get used to it after. Coming to podcast one, Roycey goes to IKEA. <laughs> I think oh, we no, should. Uh, no, never. I put the roof on upside down. It's supposed to, the water's supposed to slide off, but it's been collecting. I thought I had a pool. Dick Prenicky style uh, yeah. film of Patrick oh, in the water. Oh, my God. That would be so fun. He wouldn't last 24 hours. You know, you know who would be uh, just as good and your partner up there in the woods? It should be Jay Coles. Just another yes. complete, oh, meat, complete meathead. Oh, yeah. Judd, too. Judd's horrible. Yeah, Judd would be Judd can't, Judd can't oh, do it. Gosh. Yeah. yeah. He tells stories. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, did you bring the socks? I'm out of socks. I can't guard these. I need to. Do a sock drop. Next time, I need some brown ones. They don't show the dirt. Then have Snoop Dogg be the narrator. <laughs> what is D's man? What is D's animal? <laughs> what is D's animal? Why is this man doing this? <laughs> Anyways, no, no, hand me that wrench that I carved out of pine wood, will ya? Uh, throwing I thought the, that uh, was a bong. <laughs> no, why are there holes in this screwdriver? Uh, scoring is similar to darts in this throwing the axe okay. competition. Are we still on that? Yes. Yeah. Players aim at a wooden board painted with a bullseye and rings corresponding to different point values. Uh, in the place in New York, it's called kick axe throwing. Ah, They do clever. serve beer. But they do not serve hard liquor. Uh, so uh, they're not worried about patrons getting out of hand. Uh, Kickaxe mainly caters to casual players. There are locations across the country, though, where enthusiasts play the sport competitively, including Chicago's Bad Axe Throwing, a Canadian based chain of 18 different venues. You got to bring your own. Uh Cool. I'd probably have your own axe, yeah, I would think, huh? If you're a professional, huh? Like a pool cue. You're carrying around yeah. a little satchel. Like Chicago, like exactly. the whole band? Yeah. <laughs> God, like Let's look at another animal. These are um, beavers. Oh, look like, oh my God. That's a crocodile. That's Wally Gator. Look how they stand up on their toes. Like, hey, cuz, we got to get up out of here, cuz. Come on. We got them cornered right now. Ah. Uh-uh. Oh, wow, were they going head up with him? They ain't scared of him. <laughs> what is these animals? <laughs> Psst. 
Hey, Pat. Sir. Who gets in this match play that's underway in Austin, Texas? Top 64 in the world. And then if some people drop out, they uh, replace them with the 68th, 69th, 70th, 71st. What do you got coming up? I have... He's back, Brandon Lang. Oh boy, uh, the uh, the uh, tipster of them all when it comes to uh, point spreads. He'll update us on the Sweet Sixteen, and then I'm going to have my annual conversation down here with Seth Stowes, the number one expert on the Twins minor league system at five o'clock. All right, he's down here hanging out, and I'll get his observations. And this concludes your Florida broadcast. Yes, it does. Fifteen hundred. ESPN is KSTP St. Paul Minneapolis. It's uh what do you say? It's 37 degrees. The ride with the Patrick is going to be coming up in just a matter of moments or minutes.